So Reina, one of the things we always talked about wanting to do on the podcast was having other couples come on and curate the show the way we normally curate the, sh- curate the show. Yeah, and I can't be more excited that it's Tom and Tanya, my best friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys very much. We're honored. Oh my gosh, super to excited. To be your first guests. Great. Yeah. And I know you guys are big horror fans. Um, we've known you guys forever, so we're always talking about a particular horror movie. If we see something, we're like, you guys got to see this, you know. So we're always kind of going back and forth about what we love, like what horror movies we love. So we know you guys were the perfect choice. Definitely. So, Thank you. Yeah. Well, wow. one of the things that I actually do is I, I, I text right now and say, hey, have you seen this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always check in with each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, before we watch the movie and then she'll and tell then me, no, but you need to see it. Or Yeah, yeah and I think, that, I think that's, uh, that's a big part of why we started the podcast in the first place because um, with horror, it's so hard to find like the really good stuff. Yeah. So you want to have a circle of people that you trust, like you guys, you know, for us, um, that go, yeah, you've got to see this movie. Like, this is really, really good. And in a weird way, uh, we're trying to do that for other people, people we don't even know. So, you know, that sort of thing. So we really, we recommend you guys as curators because you guys have turned us on to, to yeah. movies as well. So. We, yeah, we couldn't be more excited to kind of pass the baton to you guys Yay. for this episode. Hi. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That, that's very special. And I'm so excited to hear your list. It means a yes. lot. <laughs> so this particular um, curation, we're, we're going to do um, your top five for each one of you. Okay. Your top five uh, date night specific horror films. The kinds of horror films you think work really well on a date. Uh, whether it be your first date or you've been married for 20 years, date 25. night as well. 25. <laughs> yeah, and so with each choice, you can kind of tell us why you picked it for a specific date night horror film. So Okay. okay. Cool. Great. Are you guys ready? We're ready. We are ready. Cool. So, uh, Tanya and Tom, why don't you tell our listeners um, about yourselves and kind of your relationship with horror and how it relates to to you as a couple you as a couple yeah okay um hi this is tanya um well we've been married for 25 years and we've known each other for 35 so we've known each other for a long time and i can't really pinpoint the first time like we started watching horror but i've always loved horror and so that started early on for me but we just would find that we had things in common with watching kind of gore and just through, especially through the 80s because that's when we were kind of yeah. dating and stuff so it was all those 80s yeah. horror movies um and i've always liked to be scared and i liked you know even going you know during halloween and to all the different you know fun activities for that and so tom always kind of enjoyed going with me and just over the years, we just started watching horror films. And then when I met you guys, there was a whole other <laughs> level going on there. So um, I don't know. It just kind of just happened. There wasn't yeah. anything specific. So, yeah, I think but, it, it was a natural kind of a progression yeah. with us. Because whenever we're looking for something to do, you hey, you want to go see a movie? And we look at the previews. And there's a comedy or a drama or an action thriller. There's a horror. She's automatically drawn to the horror. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. That's my first thing. that's usually at the top of the list. And, you know, and, you know, eight times out of ten, it's something that we both really enjoy. And then we end up talking about it on the way home and mm-hmm. things like that. 
but the one thing that always has stood out, especially in the last, you know, 15 years or so, is like, oh, those guys would love this movie. They, we gotta tell them about it. And yeah. thinking, you know, naturally, you guys. Um, yeah, we've been married for 25 years, and, and Tanya pretty much kind of pinpointed it. It's just, you know, been a natural progression. Um, we really enjoy thriller, suspenseful-type movies, mm -hmm. as well as the slasher and the gore. But then, at the same time, we also like, you know, comedies and things like that. Zombies. Usually movies. the, the thrillers. Yay, that's why we're BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of the reasons. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready to get started? Oh, yeah. We are. Definitely. Cool. Who's going to go first? Ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies before pressure. gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> Do it. All right. So my first one, and I know you guys already talked about this, but I have to because it's my all-time favorite movie yeah. is Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Absolutely. I just... Ah, wow. You guys are sisters. Mm -hmm. That movie I can watch over and over yeah. and over again, yeah. and I still find stuff that I miss somewhere along the line, and that movie is just... For me, perfect date night because it's such a classic movie, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's it did start me off on the whole zombie thing. Yeah, and I everything that I've watched with zombies, I've always compared to that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, just, that's, that's, a, that's a great great way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, and it's just it's so well done, and the zombies are my favorite zombies. Uh, because they do different things and the you know remakes and they get faster, which I'm not right. The faster zombie thing do, does trip me out. Yeah, but I do like the slower zombies, and I just and it's also a funny movie because there's certain things in that movie <laughs> that you're just catching of what zombies are doing and the way yeah. that they're dressed and yeah. the different types like. They're just ordinary people in their lives that now become zombies. So I, yeah. that's what I like looking at. Mm -hmm. It's like how they're dressed. Oh, there's a housewife and there's a mechanic and there's the different ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just being in the 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 mall and the the different, you know, all of that whole aspect of it. So yeah. for me, that's my absolute favorite. And that's you stole one of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Because I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> because for a number of reasons. Everything that you just mentioned. Um, the other reason is I grew up. I was born and raised uh, in Pittsburgh. Oh my goodness! George Romero country. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh -huh. I, I taught my son's mother how to drive a car in the actual cemetery where they filmed Night of the Living Dead. Oh my Dead. god, oh, that's crazy! So, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I you know it was one of those I've been here before kind of a thing. Uh -huh. And then she had told me. She said, "Yeah, that's where they filmed you know number of the scenes." I'm like, "Okay." And then the mall in which they did Dawn of the Dead uh, is is a mall that's still actually a mall. It's still very popular. Oh it's, wow! It's yeah, and we. As many times as we're back to Pittsburgh to visit family and friends, we still have yet to go to that mall. Really? No. She Tanya! I, know, right? <laughs> I right. can't believe it. it How got, far is it? It's it's in Monroeville, which is from where my sister lives, you know, about maybe 12 miles. Oh, so it's okay. it's a Next matter time. of taking, you know, taking a half an hour, and 40 minutes. And the graveyard, you have to go. Yeah, we can do that, yeah. yeah. So, though, for all the reasons that you mentioned, plus, you know, the... the Growing it's up, right, and having right. been there, so that is so cool. Yeah. I, I think I think um, Don is is such a great conversation piece too, because there's there's so much social commentary in it, and then there, there's all the extreme gore and all that stuff. So you could be talking about you know kind of the the juvenile aspects of it, like the extreme gore, but then you could be talking about you know like the anti-consumerism, right? You know, and mm -hmm. and I know uh, George Romero, like he was. 
I've, I've seen documentaries where he talked about how he was very disappointed in his generation. Oh. How his generation had kind of sold out to this kind of, you know, consumer model as opposed to being this, you know, this kind of renegade oh. uh, generation. So it sparks all these great things. And I think great conversation on a date is, yeah. is critical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you talk about the humor and kind of the, the tongue-in-cheek part of it. There's always one that, that no matter where we're at, what we're doing, it always stands out in that movie, a particular scene where I think it's the bikers that come into the mall. Uh-huh. With Tom Savini. I know exactly what yeah, you're going to say. Tom Savini's in there. Yes. And they, you know, they're, they're going crazy and they're, you know, they're, they're attacking the zombies and they're, you know, kicking over the mannequins <laughs> yeah. and just, you know, creating <laughs> havoc. Uh, but there's one where one of the bikers goes in and puts his arm in the automatic blood pressure. Oh, yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> oh my God, that scene is amazing. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That, that's the one that stands out <laughs> yeah. in the entire yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess a, a few minutes later, a zombie goes <laughs> yeah. in and puts his arm and causes the machine to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's great. It's, yeah. it's you know, it, you, you find yourself laughing in the midst of all this gore uh-huh. and mayhem and, and death and destruction. And yep. That's, that's my choice for That's awesome. Wow, that's, that, I have to say, I mean, Amazing. it's very similar to your choice, but that's a pretty good first start. Yeah. What, what, what's yours? Ooh, what's the follow-up? Um, what yeah, what's your... <laughs> well, it's... It he's got that, cue cards, too, which I, is, he's yes. very prepared. They both? Yeah, they both have... Yeah, I didn't see yours because your, yours were hidden. <laughs> um, after... Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead may be a little anticlimactic, but there's a movie that I've always enjoyed and, and I've looked for it and it's hard to find on, you know, Hulu or YouTube or whatever, or Netflix. Uh, but it's a movie from 1972 called You'll Like My Mother. Oh my God, I don't know I this don't know movie. this one either. We did. I stumped them. You did. Oh, darn. You um, like my mother. I especially like the, him. The, the <laughs> name so. sounds really ominous. Too. It, 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 it is, and that actually sets the tone for the entire movie. And remember, no spoiler alerts. Yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> That's right. Don't okay. spoil anything. you got to keep it vague. Okay. Because um, I want to see it now. Yeah. Like, if you're recommending this. Yes, I, I am. And it's not... It, it, it's on the it's sort of the opposite end of the gore. There, there's no gore. It, but it's very suspenseful. It's very spooky. There's a lot of uh, uh, intense buildup right. to different scenes. And then, as we've discussed before, uh, I like things that have a bit of a twist at the end, mm. a plot twist. Yeah. And this has three or four throughout the movie, but then at the end, there's a great plot twist that you honestly don't see coming. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but it's... Uh, there, there's actually a number of big names in this movie. Okay. Uh, Patty Duke oh, okay. oh, wow. plays the lead. Okay. And just a brief synopsis. She is a Vietnam War widow. Remember, again, this is a movie from set at, uh, filmed in 1972. Yeah. Okay. So she's a Vietnam War widow. Very goes, topical then mm-hmm. for the time. Yes, very much so. Um, she finds out she's pregnant shortly after she receives the news of her husband being killed in Vietnam. Um and um, she goes from California to Minnesota to meet her mother-in-law, who she's never met before. Okay. 
So that yeah. sort of sets a tone for. I feel like you you should not say any more because right. I'm just like, I, yep. oh, this sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, okay. So no, no, no. I'm I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm I'm more excited about. But like, if you this, can find it, the setup sounds right. great. If if you can find it, it, it really is. It's a very suspenseful. You can, you can keep going. I'm just more. <laughs> my harness is like, ooh. I know. <laughs> we're gonna totally go look for it when we. Yeah. Do. And that's actually that that is basically the theme of the movie. She goes and gets to know the people in the family that she's never met before. Her husband has told her a lot about the family. Oh, and she was excited to meet, and then on and and, things you know, happen. the devastation of losing her husband. Um, so it's Patty Duke is in the movie. Um, uh, Richard Thomas, John Boy from The Waltons, oh, okay. is in the movie. Yeah. And there's an actress um, from the 40s and 50s by the name of Rosemary Murphy, who plays mm. the mother that she'll like. Um, and I don't know if you recognize the name, Sean Barbara Allen. Big in the 60s and 70s. Mm. I probably know the face. You'll know the face when you see it. She's one of those actresses that has, no matter what her emotion is, her face looks like she's about to, about to burst into tears. Oh, yeah. She's one of Like the, kind of that frail... Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and the performances are just phenomenal. Um, you again, it it it's not gory, but it is very. How, how would you categorize the the film? Is it is it more like like a family horror kind of thing, like a, like a whatever happened to Baby Jane sort of thing, or is it like like uh, what what is what's going on? A little less intense than whatever happened to Baby Jane. Um, it's it, it, it lulls you into a false sense of comfort. Mm -hmm. Oh, this Man. is great. They're going to meet the family. <laughs> oh, God. Minnesota Stop. is beautiful. Stop. <laughs> I love, I love. You're hitting I, all the horror feels. I love, <laughs> one, I love sophisticated horror, you know, that's nuanced. And, and two, I love when horror blindsides you. Like, that's. I feel like that that's what you're describing. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I kind of don't want you to say that much more cuz I'm I want to see this. Yeah. It, how can is it is it can you find it? Were you able to find it? You've been looking. We've been looking. I probably should look a little deeper. Um you may be able to find it in like if if you if there's still they still have video stores anywhere. Uh, if there's a, or like a like used a, record like store used, that has oh, okay. used videos, you'll be able to find it in the back bin, the cutout bin, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but, you, you know, it might be we found a movie eBay. that I had We didn't seen. look at eBay. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. eBay yeah. might have Good it. Idea. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, again, awesome. the, you'll like my mother. 1972, you 1972, said? directed by somebody that I had never heard of before, and I, I don't think he did a whole lot after that. A gentleman by the name of Lamont Johnson. Okay. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that name, mm -hmm. but very good movie, I thought. So oh, That's awesome. Yeah. We awesome. Gotta, Have you seen it, Tony? You haven't seen it yet, either? And, and you know, I, I really love vintage horror, too. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll watch it, and you'll be like, Oh my God! This is ridiculously potent. Mm -hmm. Like, especially for that time, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So, and then I'm like, as long as the horror is there, as long as the shocks are there, those things can can be timeless in a in in a strange way. I mean, like God, like The Exorcist still has oh, the yeah. same yeah. Right. level right. of potency. Right. So, cool. Yeah. Okay, Tanya, do you have your next one? Yeah. So. This one kind of fits as far as an older movie, but this one, 
actually, I think, is the one that maybe started me on horror. Ooh, mm. okay. Because I was little. Okay. And my mom, I guess, had it on the TV, from what I can remember, because it was a long time ago. And we had an upstairs, and, and we had this um, stairway, and it had these um, the railings. And I would look down and peek, and look. I could see the TV. And the movie The Birds... Oh, yeah. oh god, my god! Yes. And I thought about you too. <laughs> yeah. I have a fear of birds. Yeah. I think the birds is a proto-zombie movie in a yeah. in a weird sort oh, of way. That's interesting. It's, yeah. it's nature turned on its ear, mm-hmm. and and a great zombie film. It's like, why are they coming? Well, what is happening? Like nature, the rules of nature has been have been changed. Mm-hmm. Right. The the birds is that, and it's very subtle. And I remember yeah. like watching it, and my mom going. Go back to bed, that type of thing. But somehow it came on again, and I remember sneaking into the room and watching the movie. And Joseph was like, "Wow, this movie is like crazy." And I'm young too, and so I wasn't scared. Yeah, I was fascinated by it. Yeah, and that's so great. Uh, I think, well, Alfred Hitchcock, as you know, I mean, oh, brilliant yeah. in in what he's done yeah. in his films. And this one, I think what I like, what I mentioned before, is it's subtle, like moving along, doing their thing. And, yeah. <laughs> but it has this weird, the whole time, it still has this weird, creepy feeling, like something's yeah. not quite right, Yeah. you know? And as you just start to notice just the birds just around and landing. Yeah. and it's creepy. Yeah, and just how he focuses on that and the little lovebirds and just, you know, yeah. it kept being a focus. And mm. it's just, I don't know, that movie... And then just the whole, obviously, the birds just attacking people and just that just whole thing kind of yeah. freaks me out because it could happen. Oh, my God. It totally could. <laughs> it could totally happen. I'm convinced yeah. it will one right. day. Well, I believe that zombie <laughs> apocalypse is coming, too. But yes. so <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Um, but so I, anything where I believe like a bird can like attack you or things that can happen to you yeah. makes it even more uh-huh. kind of creepy for me. So um, this one, I think, is a great one of the reasons I think it's a great date night movie is because it's kind of, to me, a retro type movie, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just kind of sit and watch it and just be like looking at something that was filmed. It was like 1963. Yeah. So it was a year wow. before I was born. And it was actually also because it was up in Bodega Bay up in California, which is not that far from where we lived, and yeah. um, which I've been up there. And so it's like one of those oh great gosh. places where you've been able to go to and see where it was actually filmed, right. which is always an oh, added that's bonus. That's cool. Yeah, you know? that's very And then cool. you can see it, you know, on film. Yeah. It's changed a little bit up there, but it's still really kind of cool. So the birds was my. When you went up there, were you scared that birds were going to start pecking at your head? Like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like Hitchcock is one of those first directors in horror, in modern horror. That he would do the sense of dread, and he would have all yeah. those elegant moments, but he also had teeth. He right. would attack. He delivered. Yeah. He would attack <laughs> yeah. the audience. Right. You know, and I feel like that he's he was one of those architects of the the anatomy of modern horror, where okay, it's cool to have all the all the setup and the sense of dread, but there has to be moments where you're. You're tugging at your eyes and you're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like, he was one of the first to really accost the audience, like, right. really wrestle them to the, to the ground. And, you know, um, and, and, and all his early stuff, you know, you have the elegance and then you have that bite. 
Yeah. That bite that, you know, we love. Yeah. So. And if you read about Alfred Hitchcock and, and find out more about him as a person and as a director. He's a weird dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then you're, like, watching his movies with actually a whole different eye, yeah. too, going, oh, okay, this guy. <laughs> they did a, going on. They did a docudrama about the making of the birds. I don't know if you guys saw that. Did what was that, that called? I don't want to remember. There, it, it, I think it, it had some. It was a play on his name, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, it's, I forget what the name is. Well, we'll look it up. But right. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, anyway, I remember watching it, and he had this weird um, obsession with well, what's the main actress's name? Tippy, Chippy Hedren. Tippy yes, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. we did see that. So he had this weird attraction to her, and you know, he would he would kind of force her into these really uh, <laughs> semi-dangerous situations with, with filming the, and kind of punish her. And yeah, it was a, it's yeah, a really. Was, was a yeah, he day. had a different side to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that movie is actually a Don't really good a horror birthday? movie too. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, we do. Yeah. I, yeah. That's very true. He was born August 13th. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. We have the same birthday. That's cool that you remember that. I totally <laughs> forgot. That's so cool. Yeah. And we learned in that documentary that Hitchcock would, like you said, he would put Tippy Hedren into certain situations because he wanted those natural reactions. Yeah. Instead of a staged, wide-eyed scream <laughs> that was planned and rehearsed, yeah. and um, in I, I don't know if I'm I hope I'm not going with any more of your movies, but in Psycho, in the famous shower scene, he used oh, cold yeah. water right. on Janet Lee. And so it was, I mean, she jumped back and was scared and it startled her and that was the natural reaction. So, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I just, remember I mean, hearing that genius too. I remember that, yeah. That. Yeah. I, lo I love all that stuff. Right. Yeah. That's it on my life. Okay. <laughs> cool. Tom, are you, who, back to do you have now? your next one? Yeah. Interesting segue because I'm going to stay in that general era with okay. black and white movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm going to go with The Bad Seed. Oh, I love that oh, movie. I love that movie. Oh. Creepy kids. Knew, yes. 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 Creepy kids. Yes. All right. I knew, I knew they were going to do this. I knew, they were, I knew you were going to bring up movies that I absolutely worship. The Bad Seed, I absolutely worship that movie. And it's so potent. Like, it is so well done. Wow. Go. It's still, yeah, it, it's potent. It. And even with everything that's out there in the genre, with the slasher movies and the horror and the Dracula and the yeah. the chainsaws, and it still holds up Absolutely. as, oh, as yeah. a psychological thinking person's type of a thriller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why it's on my list. Um, so good. Because, because, yeah, Tanya really turned me on to creepy kids. <laughs> you know, creepy, she, that's one of yours, too. I know. Like you, yeah. you like creepy the creepy kids, kid I thing, creepy too. Kids. Just it, sometimes we'll even be somewhere, and there will just be a, a yes. kind of a, an odd-looking child, mm. and she'll elbow me, and she'll say, oh "My God, I don't know if you want to keep that on." Yeah. <laughs> cornfield, kid in the cornfield. Oh, yeah. you know, and it's just, oh, it, but it is—it's a powerful tool yeah. that's used. Um, and Mervyn Leroy used it. I mean, as as a director, just used it. I mean, who was who was the actress? That, Her name uh, was Patty McCormick. She was she hmm. crushed it. Yeah. She did. She would go from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, really um, scary. And I think it makes a lot of sense too because a child is developing. So like, if if it misses certain things, I could easily see a child going, "Oh, if I want something, I take it," you know, and mm -hmm. and loses the the moral compass. 
it, it, with bad parenting, you know, that sort of thing. So it, it feels like a really plausible killer scenario. Right. I think right. that's what's scary about it. Right. Yeah. And she does it with, I mean, in the movie, and, and it's actually based on a book that mm. was slightly different. I'll, I'll go into that in a second as far as the movie goes. But she just plays the perfect little psychopath. <laughs> yeah, oh my and, God, it's, yeah. it's so scary. Yeah, she'll, she'll do what she does in the movie. And if, and if you've never seen it, there, there are five or six different situations where she has a chance to take the moral high ground and be the good person and just absolutely <laughs> she don't know she shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't do it um, but the fear in her mom too yes like uh -huh. you yeah. see it you know yeah. just like oh man yeah <laughs> so um but it, it there's uh, as as a I, I, like you, Enzo, I'm I'm a bit of a student of what goes on behind the movies. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, we had gone to L.A. and uh, went to Universal Studios. And Universal Studios is a great place, but to me it was more of a theme park. I wanted to go to Warner Brothers and see stuff that went on behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, Absolutely. sound stages and, and, and the technical aspect of it. Um, with this movie, um, at that time... Uh, the ending is changed from the book. Okay. The book has a completely different ending because the motion yeah. picture code at the time would not allow uh, okay. for crime to pay. Ah. Interesting. So, In other words, the, the book had a grimmer ending. Very much so. Uh, very much so. Uh, <laughs> when they changed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another tool that they use at the end of the movie, uh, because uh, it, much like when The Exorcist came out in 1972, I think, was mm -hmm. The Exorcist. Yeah. I mean, people were fainting in theaters and had to be carried out, and they had, you know, medical teams ready in the <laughs> lobby of the theaters, and it was a whole big dramatic thing. This movie actually had an effect on its test audiences back in 1958 much like, uh, I'm sorry, 1956, much like The Exorcist did in 1972. Oh, I could totally see that. Where they actually went in after the movie was released to the test audiences, before it was released to the general public, they introduced each member of the cast at the end of the movie, and they're smiling and laughing. And <laughs> oh, so you, yeah, can, right. yeah, you can, like, you can separate say, oh, they're them. Separate them. people. Yeah. Right. People run out, of, run out of the theater ones. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, so so a, great. A couple of interesting twists. Again, you know, I'm, I'm all about the plot twists. And, and a couple of interesting asides to that movie and how it affected people of that particular era. Yeah. Um, but, but again, just the, the build-up and like you said, Tanya, how she terrorizes her mother and mm -hmm. terrorizes the people in her immediate orbit. Yeah. Uh, uh, very, very psychologically engaging. Yeah. You know, as far as a thriller goes. Yeah. So good. That's a good choice. Yeah. And, and I think about like um, all the other films that have kind of followed that blue, blueprint mm -hmm. and all the tropes are there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, right. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's the framework for those kinds of films. Um, I, I I feel like if if you were teaching uh, a college course on horror, you'd have to put Bad Seed on Absolutely. there. Oh, yeah. you'd Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's one of those origin type films mm -hmm. that, that creates this holds up right. subgenre. Right. 
Oh, great I choice. See it. Awesome. No, again. Oh my God. I love <laughs> the bad seed. I love, I remember when growing up, one of my, one of my older sisters, she was kind of mean. She was on the mean side. Oh my God. And we would always joke to her. That. We would go, you're the, you're the bad seed. You're oh, just like the bad seed. And really she was just kind of a bully, but she wasn't like a psychopath. <laughs> but, Oh but, my god. But we, I remember when we go, you're, you're like the bad seed. You're like the bad seed. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Great choice. Yeah, that's a great choice. Thank you. All right, Tanya. All right, Tanya. You're up. You're okay. number three. All right, so I'm going to say this with a quote from oh. the movie. Ooh. And you'll know it. This is classic. And I don't know if the quote's exact, but you I smelled the whiskey on his breath and I liked it. Oh you my know god. What it is. I do. What is it? It might not be quite right. No, you're is right. It, I think was it that is. The, yeah. Okay. So that was from Carrie. Oh. Which is, I think you guys God. talked about Carrie. Love Carrie. Yeah, love this Carrie. is like uh, like on the top five of movies. Yeah. And yeah, it, it is Carrie, oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin with that movie because for date night, I mean, come on. It's a classic teenage, yeah. yep. you know, movie with all the horror involved. I think I've always had a thing for underdogs and people that yeah. you know needed to be cared for and, yeah. and she and Carrie was just that person where you're just like oh my gosh your whole life is a mess and nobody loves you and your mom is a psycho yeah. oh, and the, mom is and the so whole scary. religious aspect yeah. of it too with the right. mom and so you're going into this you know whole creepy situation to begin with and it's hard not to talk about this movie and give away spoilers. And if you haven't seen it, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, because yeah, living you under have a rock. To see it for sure, and it still yeah. holds up too. It does. And in the remake, it's like don't even don't, don't even bother. bother. Don't yeah. bother with it. You just see the original and enjoy it. And the names that are in the movie, you know, from well, Sissy Spacek, which is she's just incredible yeah. in this she's got movie. Such so good. good. Range. Yeah, and yeah. it was actually interesting because um, she was pushed. By her husband to audition for the movie oh. and she wasn't going to and so he really pushed her and and she went i can't remember exactly what she was wearing but she went and wore some kind of weird um outfit like a girl sailor outfit at the okay. audition <laughs> you know okay. he kind of gave her you yeah. picture her in that wearing that with all those other girls in the movie yeah you can kind of see her kind of being kind of pathetic uh -huh. and, yeah she'd be and they're she'd like have that innocent you're, 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 it. you're it. yeah you are in the movie and and it had um john travolta of course in the movie yeah. it had i know because i wrote down the names um amy irving yeah, Nancy irving. Adeline, oh, that's right. yeah. um and Bet betty buckley Right, from Play the Mom in 8 is Enough. 8 yeah. is Enough, yeah. She was in that. She was the teacher. She was right? the teacher, mm -hmm. yeah. the gym yeah. teacher. Gym teacher. And just the whole, you know, her just trying to find herself and trying to fit in. And we all have felt that in our yeah. lives, yeah. of trying to fit in. And this whole movie is just about that. And then you have that person that actually recognized that, you know, in Carrie of like, wow, you know, she just needs a friend and really wanted to be helpful. And yeah, yeah that just all turned bad. It it, it's interesting just, because, the, you know, there's a lot of teenager movies that are done and they're not nuanced like mm -hmm. the way this movie is. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, especially Sissy Spacek's performance at the beginning of the film, you do, you're like, yeah, I can see her as an outcast. Mm -hmm. I see that. Like the, the shower scene and all that, you mm -hmm. know, it's very yeah. believable. And then towards the middle of the film where she starts to get a little bit of social status, you're, you're like, like yeah. wow, she's actually a pretty good looking girl. Right. You're like, wow, yeah, I could see this happening. You mm -hmm. know, kind of uh, ugly duckling syndrome. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. 
But I have to tell you, <laughs> the way she looks when she yeah. finally has the blood on her mm -hmm. and she's finally using her power, mm -hmm. she is absolutely terrifying. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. And oh, yeah. that is what the, the remake missed. Oh, when yeah. The blood, uh, it all has to kind of work together. The actor has to have the intensity. Right. You know, just... That whole part is, is that whole scene, a masterpiece. At the gym? Yeah. To me, oh. to this day, I watch that and it just creeps me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because, like you said, her powers that she uses and, and everything, you're just like, oh my gosh. Well, I don't want to give away if you haven't watched it, but just things that, because it's, it's all in the head. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's just, it's terrifying. Yeah. And yeah, the walk home and... Yeah. yeah, and then of course the end, which I will right. never give away. Oh, <laughs> love the but end. But I think end, too right. with, oh. for Sissy Spacek, because she kind of glows. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know what it is about right. her skin. If she just oh. the, mm, how yeah, pale right. she is, mm -hmm. yeah. and then her piercing oh. eyes, like yeah. the color of her eyes, mm -hmm. like through the blood and everything. Right. Oh my god. And then the satin Super dress creepy. with the blood on yeah. it. Right. It, like it's it it turns her into a skeleton. Yeah, like it's, right. It's like yeah. a skeletal beauty. Very visually. Yeah. Powerful. I read somewhere again. I go back into the whole technical aspect and behind the scenes and the stuff you don't normally know. Yeah. Um, the the scene in the gym, the all the the second to the last scene of of the movie in the gym, took five or six days to complete. Wow. I mean, it's a sequence of about what. 12 or 13 minutes right. from start to yeah. finish. Mm -hmm. It took them like six or seven days to complete everything. She did not change her clothes. Wow. In real life. She stayed in, she had the, she, she kept the blood on her. They had to touch it up, of course. Yeah. But she kept the, the stage blood on her. She kept the clothing on. She basically stayed in character to help create that intensity that you just mentioned. Wow. wow. And I um, see, I didn't even brilliant. know that. Yeah. So. And you watch it step per step when the when the the fire starts to happen. Yeah, that fire is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like just everything. There's a there's a beauty to all of it. There's a pure horror to all it. There's a beauty to all of it. You can sense the crafted quality of right. that scene. It's it's one of yeah. the best scenes. Yeah, in any horror film. Now, also in this movie too. I mean, of course. Carrie, the main character and everything, but the mom. Oh, I had oh to talk God. about the mom because so scary. which is um, Piper, Piper Laurie. Laurie was her name. Brilliant. She attacks oh my that God. role. She oh my so gosh! Creepy. Just the way. Well, she has her house decorated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in her little closet and yeah. her just her her belief in her religion and you know going out to other you know, people in the neighborhood and trying to, you know, she just has this weird, like, yeah. here's the weird lady. Here right. she comes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk to her. And yeah. and you just feel uncomfortable being uh -huh. around her. And you know, as soon as, you know, Carrie walks in the house, you know something like, oh, you know, mom is going to go crazy. Like it's, something's going to happen. Yeah. It's and, her religion. It, it's not a, it's not a belief. Right. Yeah. It It's, it's beyond uber crazy, weird fanaticism. Yeah. Yes. And yes. so intense and so integral to the movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. And oh, my gosh. really but, sets the tone yeah, for a lot definitely. of it. It's interesting because I don't think it's even, you know, um, a poor depiction of religion. I think it's this woman is insane, yes. but she's yeah. using religion to hold it together. Right. Uh -huh. right. It's like she's barely holding it together. Right. <laughs> you know, that's why she's so passionate 
about her religion because she's like, this is this is what's keeping me from you know killing everyone or yeah, right. <laughs> killing right. my daughter or you know right. Yeah, Very good pick for date night because yes. I remember watching it with you. We were on the sofa together, and even when everything started in the 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 the, the seminal scene. You still, you've seen that movie how many times and you oh, still so buried great. your face <laughs> in my shoulder because you knew what was going to happen and you didn't want to see it. So perfect yeah. date night. Yes, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, That is a good I, one. I love that film. Yeah. Good love choice. Yeah. I love All it. Right. Tom, you're number three. Back to me. We're going to go with uh, a little bit, um, kind of the same time span. Um, and this was not so much... Gore and I mean again, you you come up with such a good one with Carrie. This is sort of <laughs> we're gonna take a couple of steps down with mine. But there was actually a movie that is very well known, but it was actually made for TV. Oh God, are you gonna say what I think you're gonna say? I think what do you he think is. I'm gonna say? Trilogy of Terror. You got it. Oh yeah. my God, <laughs> you got it. Okay, movie. these two are connected, and you and I are connected when it comes to stuff like that. Um, it was actually a trilogy, of course. There were three. Yep. different parts of the movie. I love Trilogy of Terror, oh. All with Karen Black. Karen Black. Yes. Black. Yes. The great she Karen Black. in all three yep. of the stories. Mm. The first two stories, honestly, to me, looking back on it, barely stand out. Yeah. The third yeah. story in this trilogy... It's crazy. ...had a little... Uh, it was a little Zuni doll that uh -huh. somebody <laughs> had given the Karen Black character as a gift. Yeah. And the, the Zuni doll <laughs> yep. ends up being possessed and creates all sorts of havoc and all hell breaks loose. And it's just... <laughs> Again, it's one of those suspenseful things. It's suspenseful, but it's kind of funny when I think about that little thing. Yeah. yeah. I know, right? That you're yeah. scared of it? Right. <laughs> and it was what? It was like, what, 12, 14 inches yeah, high? Yeah, that. that's about right. Yeah. And it looked like um, um, animal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, does. Sort of Muppets, it does. Yeah. If yeah. you think about it, it and it had, even it would even go. Yeah, yeah. like like animal does. Yeah, yeah. Muppets. Yeah, because um, yeah, had the stringy hair. Right. But it looked like it was carved out of wood. And, yeah. and had the teeth and, and had the, the evil grin and the eyes. Super and, scary. And yeah, and that was just one of those things that that I remember watching that as a teenager. I think I was in I was a freshman in high school at that time, way back before electricity. And <laughs> it, true story. I thank you. I remember watching it in the living room and nobody else was home it was a friday it was on a friday night and oh, i was watching wow. this movie and i remember actually looking around <laughs> the living room looking under yeah. the couch and stuff <laughs> exactly yeah. it had that sort of effect on me yeah and because it's such it, it, there are some tongue-in-cheek scenes within that third part of the trilogy um the other two like i said are, are barely re you know yeah they, you barely remember them. barely stand yeah. out but the little zuni doll is the yes. one that whenever you talk about trilogy of terror that's where everybody it's automatically uh -huh. awesome. goes yeah to. it's interesting that you bring up trilogy of terror and i got super excited about it because it's one of my within my family it's one of those films you know how you have a, a film that all of you experienced together yes mm -hmm. uh we used to do this thing when we were all kids and we would be, we'd all lie in bed with my mom, right? And we'd all be watching a movie together. And every so often, you know, all of us would stay awake when we'd watch, this, watch something together. 
And Trilogy of Terror is one of those movies. <laughs> so we all watched it. I mean, that movie, for being a TV movie, mm -hmm. it has an edge. It, the yes. ending oh, yeah. is terrifying. Right. The ending is still terrifying. Her performance, how that story resolves itself, is terrifying. Right. That, that's the, the stuff you're left with, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's a TV movie. So... I, I know, I know all of my siblings, we all love that movie because it's so scary. Mm -hmm. And and three quarters of my, or the other three, they're not really horror fans. They, yeah. They're casual mm -hmm. at best. Um, I remember watching that movie and being a little kid and, and, you know, we're all like freaked out and kind of, and I'm thinking, well, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's scared, but not you. No, well, more, I was scared. More. I was scared. But I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have total nightmares. This is gonna be awesome. Like I'm just wired differently. <laughs> I want to go to sleep Such now. <laughs> Such a great movie, and it's funny because uh, guys like Rob Zombie, you know, they, they, the, he does the thing with uh, what Tarantino does, where he brings back actors. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he brought back Karen Black, and when I saw her, I was like, oh my god, it's Karen Black. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. she has an intrinsic creepiness. Yes. You know, and in the other two stories, she 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 has to be creepy, but in the final scene, oh, it's it's off the scales creepy. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. And the <laughs> fact that it was a TV movie that yeah. it was made specifically for TV, thinking back on just even that third part of the trilogy would actually translate very well to the big screen. In a in a ninety minute or a you know a yeah. two hour movie, there's so much that you could actually do with that. But the fact that they crammed so much intensity in such a short period of time, yeah, on television no less, yeah, really made it stand out for me. Yeah, it's interesting. In I think it was either early nineties or late eighties, they actually did. A, um, a remake of Trilogy of Terror. Really? Really? With oh. three scenes, same actress, but it, it didn't have the potency yeah. of the original. There's just some things you don't mess with. Yeah, you know? agreed. You, you, some things, some It's like the Carrie thing. scenario. Yeah. 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 And, and this actress was a good actress, but she didn't have that thing that Karen Black has. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. just this darkness, this kind of edge, you know. And quick, what else did Karen Black do? Uh, you have to think about it. Yeah. But when you think of Karen Black, automatically you think, you think horror. Oh yeah. Yeah, like sure. a horror queen. Right. Yeah. I'm and sure she did other. She spotted it with a bunch of other things like that. Oh, she was very and well then, known. Yeah. 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 But, but you're just, right. That's yeah. that. I think is probably that's her when you crowning. remember. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, yeah. I want one of those dolls. Yeah. Right? No. If I ever see Maybe. one, you can have, it, it ain't going Stays in my in house garage. nowhere. I do. I want one. We'll travel And I'll break it. the chain because I want to see what's going to happen. Do you still have that crazy clown I gave you? Yes. Yeah. I do have the oh. crazy clown. Oh. Mm -hmm. Tanya gave me this crazy, scary clown. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, it's oh, so, it's creepy. so terrifying. It is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I had to keep it in a storage like a mile from my house. Okay. <laughs> I kid you not. Could so not have great. it in the house, and I had it in my um, carport for a while. My sister 
She's like, could you please put that thing in the house? Because yeah, she lived next door to me. Creepy. She couldn't stand looking at that <laughs> thing. We, I would have some fun right before you gave it to them. I don't know if you remember. I would put it like behind the wheel of your car. <laughs> I'd love it. She'd open up the front door and be standing right there. Yeah. Up, you know, open up the front door and it's like, you know, a little tr kid trick-or-treating. And, <laughs> and I put it in the bathroom one day. Yeah. Stood Just, up oh the my toilet, God, I the love it. Toilet See, okay, love so it. we're... we're these two couples, we're, we're very successful couples. We've been together f forever, both couples. And, uh, and as a piece of advice to anyone out there, don't underestimate fucking with each other. <laughs> that's, a huge, that's a huge yeah. part oh. of, of relationship intimacy, oh. is Absolutely. messing with each other that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yes. It makes yes. it fun. Even to this day, yeah. Keeps it fresh. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, Tanya. Yeah. Back yeah. to you. Tanya, right. number four. All right, so I'm going now to go towards um, gore, I think, a little yeah. bit. like um, And this is another one to me. It's kind of, well, it's 13 years old already. 2005, Hostel. Oh. Yeah. It's had a lot of impact on me. And this yeah. one, oh. Wow, she's a lot like you. I think oh, on this one, yeah. it's the intense ones. It's this one's based in in being in Europe in Amsterdam, uh -huh. and and that already kind of sets a tone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Europe, and when they shoot a lot of movies like this in Europe, it has that kind of gray. Yeah, and they kind mm -hmm. of mute. I think the colors. Yeah, and uh -huh. when they film in cloudy, a sense, the post process. Cloud, yeah, cloudy, sort you're of kind depressing of like, oh wow, mm -hmm. yeah. Happy look, go lucky guys on vacation, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, yeah, we know something yeah. bad's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, beautiful girls show up, and everybody's drinking and yeah, having a good time. And well, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, the buildup of that movie, of course, because you already know something's gonna happen, but you're not, you don't even know. You're not prepared. <laughs> you're like, no. I was not prepared. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> seriously, and I, I can handle a lot of gore, but. This one just took me by surprise. It was like yeah. one thing after another. I'm like, holy crap, what the hell's going on here? And it's so twisted. Yes. It is just so twisted when you find out like what's happening. Because I'm not going to give it away because you've yeah. got to see this movie. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> is this like happening? Because this yeah. could happen. Yeah. Like I think it is happening to personally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. on a weird level. And I'm just, and I think that was blows me away about this movie. You're just like, holy crap! Like I'm never going to Europe. I'm never <laughs> staying in a hostel. And I, and I I'm never stay in a hostel. Well, I told her, yeah, sure. Well, I'm just too snobby for that. But <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Me too. Yeah. But I, I thought about like my nephew. I'm like, okay, don't go to Europe. Don't go to a hostel because he's like, you know, young at that he time. He wants to backpack and stay at hostels. I told him, no, you can't. Don't well, now he's older. He's looking old. <laughs> he has a girlfriend now. He's settled. He's in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but I was worried for him after I saw this movie. It yeah. freaked me out it's so much. It's pretty intense. But that's yeah. what freaks. Those are the best horror movies. The ones that you feel could happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then there, there's this whole sub theme of you know uh, how Amer how how uh, Americans are perceived abroad, and you know that sort yeah. of thing. And and you're in some you're in a place where you don't have the same sort of uh, sense of safety, and you know right. you don't speak the language, mm -hmm. maybe. And yeah, it, it plays upon all that stuff. Yeah. And the great Eli Roth. Right. Yes. Like I feel like a, he, he some sometimes his consistency is spotty, but this guy he gets it. He knows what it is to be a horror director. Right. He, yeah. He 
wrestles you to the ground and <laughs> it's like, oh, you like horror? All right. All right. Here you go. Yeah. Shoves it down your throat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's so much extreme moments. There's so many extreme moments in that, that movie. It's and crazy. I think I think that's what it was too. Like showing the the dark side of humans, yeah. like mm -hmm. what they're capable of doing. Yeah, because it is out there. There's like certain degrees of stuff happening. Makes you think in the world. of all those missing yeah. people, right? Like exactly. Right. Right. Never There's, come back. Never yeah. found. Yeah. Yep. This is the dark side of people yeah. on this, and you're just like, oh my gosh. And so, it, it, I think during the whole, as it gets into that part of the movie. Yeah. I think the whole time I'm like, holy crap, holy shit, oh my god, oh my god, oh, no, no, oh my god. And I'm like closing my eyes and I, yeah. I peek yeah. through my fingers too. I'm, yeah. I'm a peeker. Yeah. yeah. And this one makes you do it for sure. Yeah. And I'm, I don't do it in the movie theater, but when I'm at home, I talk. Yeah. When I have scary scenes, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm a, and like, the like, color on our on? the color on the rewind button on our remote is worn off. I gotta rewind it because I didn't hear that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that one for me was just that whole in your face, <sighs> make it stop moment. So yeah, but good. I can't stop watching right. it. Good. What's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> You're a horror fan. I that's know, what's wrong that's with you. Right. So I have a question for you, Enzo. You and I think very much alike. Okay. And there are so many horrible things that are depicted in that movie. Yeah. There's one that stands out to me. Okay. And I'm wondering if you and I are alike on this one as well. Uh, does it involve male genitalia? <laughs> no, actually, no. Okay. Actually, it doesn't. Oh, oh all right. Um, which, don't take that away. That's horrible <laughs> to think about. Yeah. But there's one scene that involves... A an Achilles tendon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah. That's, I could that's actually twisted. take. Oh, that's I could take the scene with the male genitalia. Yeah. Oh boy, that poor guy. He's like you know, their family tree ends with him. <laughs> but then there's another scene where the, uh, I think it was a, one of the female. Careful. Victims. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah. Um. And just that. That made me physically cringe yeah. and yeah. curl up into a little ball, and just the thought of that. Yeah, it's interesting because the, when the when oh. the torture stuff starts to happen, it's it's it becomes this traumatic nightmare. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it becomes this kind of whirlwind of stimuli, which is fucking great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it, it's it's like ah, uh, like sometimes the details blur between you know what happened to who and all that. Right. Because uh, it's such a traumatic film. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's awesome. And I have to mention because this whole thing is about date night horror movies. I have to tell you, every horror movie is for date night. I mean, I really. Yeah. I, agree. I mean. That's for me true. to say, is, there, is it a Pacific one? I mean, because for this one, I mean, if you think of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take my you know, boyfriend or girlfriend to go see a hostel. I mean, is that really date night? But for us. Last date night, yes. <laughs> but like I'm holding on to him, you know? Yeah. So yeah I'm just like that's, so that's, freaked I think, out. I think hostel you, hostel, you don't take on your first date for sure. Yep. Yeah. If you, if you want a you second showed, one, you don't take it on the Yeah, first. that would be like the, the scene from Track. Taxi driver, where where he takes her to the the porno, mm -hmm. and yeah. she's like, "You're a weirdo." Like if you took if you took a girl on a first date to see Hostel, she'd be like, "Uh, what are you trying to?" Unless say? you're right. Tanya, right? I, right. I, I would right. <laughs> be like, "Oh yeah, we were made for each other." That's right. Yeah, that's true. Marry that's me true. now, right? My soulmate. Yeah. That's true. So okay. good choice. That's so yeah, that's, good. that's mine. So good. Um. Back to me. I'll go to 
one, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I like movies with twists, and everything we pretty much talk about has a good twist. Um, I think one of the best twists ever to occur in a horror movie was April Fool's Day. Oh, okay. Do you remember yeah, that one from I, I think I, Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, the only note that I have on that was directed by a gentleman by the name of Fred Walton. Okay. Mm. Um, when a Stranger Calls. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. When a Stranger yeah. Calls yeah. Back, that, yeah. right, that right, right, uh, right. series. Um, and there is, it, it, it is your stereotypical summer around a lake, slasher type of a movie but the ending has such a great plot twist that you absolutely do not see coming from anywhere right and to me probably has one of the better endings of any horror movie slasher movie probably like slasher movie back in what year was that 86 86. yeah in that whole realm of right in the middle i remember april fool's day yeah i remember the name I remember the wow. name. was one that you have to go back and look. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, because um, you kind of like those. I love you like those slasher. Yeah. Teenage. Yep. Going into the woods. It's, yeah. yeah. Stop the, running because you're gonna fall. Yeah. 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 Or get up, stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't yeah, don't go into There's the shed with all the farm implements. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is around a lake. Uh, there are boats involved. There are cabins involved. There are woods involved. Right. Um, and uh, a big. Scary, creaky house that sits unused for a long time until the group of of teenagers or college kids, I can't remember, right in that Uh age range, come to use it and... uh, you know, there, but there's not the backstory of, oh my God, there was a creepy, you know, hockey oh, mask uh-huh. wearing, you know, yeah. strangler 15 years ago who suddenly escaped from the local funny farm. And, you know, <laughs> it wasn't that it, it was set up differently, but it, it goes as your prototypical, stereotypical slasher, horror, scary movie. And there, there's some parts that, you know, that jump out at you, that, yeah. you know, kind of make you jump back a little bit. And, you know, kind of the, the gore is bury your face in your, you know, your partner's shoulder type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the twist at the end. Uh, oh, is, we're going to have to watch that. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. But maybe, might be a little hard to find, but, you know, check yeah. the, the, the streaming services and you might be able to find it yeah. or, or uh, eBay. Maybe on Shudder. Yeah. yeah. I, I I personally like when when I go back and I find movies that people recommend to me that I had never seen that kind of got lost between the cracks because mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. That happens. April Fool's Day. I remember the name. I did too. And I may have seen it, but it sounds like it might be something like that. I remember a couple years ago we saw this movie called Society. And I, I, I'm not going to go too far into it, but it was one of those movies that happened in the 80s, and it is really perverse and weird. Yeah. And I was like, how did I miss this? I was like, <laughs> I need to watch. Yeah, like, I how did the, the This same is thing. crazy. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Anyway, I'm, I'm thinking it might be something like that. It may have fallen through our cracks yeah. as well. Maybe so we're, yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to check it out. For sure. Um, didn't do great at the box office but it wasn't like a you know it disappeared after you know opening weekend it, it stuck right. around for a little while mm. um so uh you know again if you get the chance to to see it totally gonna look for cool. that one yeah we'll look yeah. for it 
April okay. Fool's Day. Okay, Tanya, are you ready to give us your last movie choice? Yes, I am. And this one, I'm, I, I can't believe that I'm putting this on a list because this one actually I saw with you guys oh. in the movie theater. And I almost wanted to walk out because <gasps> this movie Ooh. freaked me out so much. And, and you guys might not think this way, but this one, it was so brutal. Um, it was the remake of Hills Have Eyes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you remember. Oh, my God. It, yeah. Like, within the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of this <laughs> yeah, movie. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this movie. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. And this movie, and I actually, as I was thinking about movies for this, I went back and I started watching the trailers and the <laughs> clips to kind of, because it has, it's kind of impacted me in a yeah. weird way because... I'm like, wow, I'm kind of sick because I like sat through this movie. Yeah. It is so crazy, this yeah, movie. It is, like, it is. if you have a weak stomach, you're, yeah. you cannot sit through this movie. Yeah. I'm telling you. And um, if you love gore and, and just, this movie's brutal. Yeah. Super brutal. Brutal is the yeah. only word. I mean, it's not even slasher, it's brutal. It's yeah. brutal. So if you're into brutal, this is your movie. Brutal, yeah. creepy. Now, this one I didn't know. All. This is my little thing that goes with Walking Dead. And you might already know all this, but um, Gregory or Greg Nicotero was yeah, in Nicotero. that movie. Nicotero. I didn't know he was in no, that I movie. Didn't he was I didn't either. either. He was a mutant. He was cyst. Oh, oh, wow. I was like I know so Nicotero's excited amazing. to find that yeah. out. I know Nicotero was oh. in uh, Day of the Dead, was actually acted in Day of the mm -hmm. Dead. I had no idea that he um, was in Hills of Ice. I didn't wow. know he was an actor in... Right? In... I thought that was so cool. I'll have was... to look him up. That new one is so brutal. Fitting. Are you talking yeah. about the original or the... Remake. Uh, yeah, no, I'm saying for, for Nicotero. Oh, for... Greg when Nicotero. He was, in it. was he in the original or was he? No, he's in the remake. He's in the remake. It would have to be the remake. And that yeah. is a dark film. The remake is dark. It is. It's so dark. And it's just like that whole, like, where this family and the, the brother and sister don't get along yeah. and they're bored and whatever. And the parents are just doing their thing. Again, it could happen. It can't. Yeah. See, and that's what it, And I'm thinking, you're traveling. Like, when you, because we traveled across country when we moved from California to North Carolina. Yeah. And you're kind of going, and all of a sudden, you're on this stretch of nothing. Yeah. For a really Did long you look time. for nails in the road. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, like how easy is it if we just like take a little side road because we're looking for the bathroom and it seems to be kind of far and we keep going. Yep. All of a sudden we're stuck and there's no cell service in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, nope. If it wasn't immediately off the freeway, I didn't go there. Yeah. So. And the other thing how this could happen to us is because I have this passion of taking pictures of old like broken down buildings uh, and old oh, creepy yeah. stuff. Yeah, dilapidated. Yes, um, yeah. that is like my yeah. thing. And like cemeteries and just all the creepy stuff. Like that could happen. Like yeah. we could be in that situation. So that just... <laughs> You're on your own, babe. <laughs> You're going with me. And then the whole idea, because they did do all that nuclear testing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and all that kind of stuff. So you're like, yeah, what like happened to like, you know, animals and people yeah. and stuff like that? And the scenes where you go in and you have like all these mannequins and they're yeah. all like weird yeah. stuff going on, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. And it's just it's just the creep factor on yeah. top of it. And then the they do a lot of the like you saw something on the side of your eye kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you're like, Okay, what was that? Like yeah. where is that going and what's happening? And I wanna see it. Like, you know, so you're kinda of waiting because mm -hmm. you know you eventually you're gonna you get that payoff. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie. But then stuff happens where you're like, I can't watch this. Like, I seriously yeah. cannot watch this. They like, pull what's the rug happening? out from under you yeah. for sure. Oh, my for God. Sure. So there was, a, but 
and then the the special effects i think too of just like the like what happened to people with this whole nuclear testing uh-huh. yeah you know with their version of what right yeah they what think they happened like, yeah because yeah, you're just like oh my god yeah. that's just so gross yeah. and you know and creepy too i used to work creepy a lot too yeah how do you describe yeah. all of that um so i picked this one i think because it's probably one of the most intense movies that i've mm-hmm. seen because you know I, I, a lot of times i watch these slasher movies and stuff and i can really kind of separate it like without a problem i'm like yeah okay you know Knives are yeah. flying, blood, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I don't know, this one. Was that like, one pushes you to your limit. Yeah. like yeah. I, I can't go too much further yeah. than this, I think. Yeah. It's kind of my limit because of some of the stuff that happens in there. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. It's, it's interesting because I remember when we saw it. And the original Hills Have Eyes, you know, there's kind of a tongue-in-cheek quality to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, yeah, it was intense, but it wasn't. It wasn't like this. So you're going in, you're thinking, oh, okay, there's going to be a little bit of tongue-in-cheek to this, you know, and it's going to be creepy in its, you know, in its own way. But, oh, my God, the <laughs> gut punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's hard to talk. It's funny. It's hard to talk about movies when you can't really kind of get into yeah. the I know. into the details yeah. of it because there's so much about it. Um, and I'm just trying to see if there was any other thing I had on my notes that I wanted to mention. Um that I oh the one thing I remember watching the movie is I didn't breathe a lot. <laughs> one of those movies where I'm like, yeah, oh breathe, breathe, okay, because it was just a lot of that for me in that movie where yeah. it was just like oh my gosh. So yeah, I definitely recommend it if you can handle a lot of just really disturbing. And I, you know, and I also think about that when people make these movies, that kind of goes through my mind. What the hell were they, they on? Yeah, like. Like that is like the darkest part of your yeah, mind. It's, it's like, yeah. where did you come up with that? And I want to meet yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to dinner. sit down with yeah, you right? and have dinner because I want to know how did you get there? Yeah. Like because that is just not normal thinking. Yeah. Yeah. There to me, there would be two ultimate jobs on this planet. Would be sitting in a room, coming up with things like that. Like okay, with the whole uh, three or four Final Destination movies. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. How can we outdo what right. we did in the last movie? Okay. Okay. We had a giant mirror fall from a ballroom and decapitate four people. Right. All right. Let's have a building fall and crush eight people and show it in great. <laughs> you know, you come up with these things and you take it so far to the nth degree. Yeah. And then conversely, writing comedy, sitting in a room and <laughs> laughing all day long and getting paid yeah. for it. And getting paid to write something, you know, yeah. like a like mm. a Hills Have Eyes yeah. type of a movie. I mean, best jobs ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, you'd yeah. never you'd never want to retire. You'd never want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you'd never want to quit. You never want to end your day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. so that's my my final. Uh, so you you would Great you would list. take someone on a date to see that. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, you would. Yes, you yes, would. I would. Well, because well, that one. Well, it was a date night. That's true. Yeah, it was right. a double date. It was a double date night, right? Or was it one hour? And that's, then that's why it was so intense. And yeah. then I'm like, holy crap! What am I doing? So, I, <laughs> but I did. I. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Yes, but that's the best horror movie. I know. Yeah. I did enjoy it. When you have all those emotions. I never watched it again. And yeah, I started watching yeah, the trailers to... and I was like, am I right? No, I can't do it right now. Yeah. So it I had to want to watch it. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Tom, do you have your, your last one? My final one. It's interesting that we, 
and, and this will be indicative of how much alike you and I think, um, sort of segue into the same, oh my God, you're out on the road, you're doing something, this could happen. Yeah. Um, going back to 1980, do you remember Mother's Day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Which, for me, was probably the beginning of, oh, slasher movies are pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, gore is actually kind of fun. <laughs> uh, saw the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but did not watch it all the way through. Okay. For whatever reason, I don't know. But this was probably the first... That hurts me. I'm just going to yeah. say. <laughs> we we can't gonna... be friends anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cut. I was, was going to say, leave now. Please. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, again, plot twists kind of abound through Mother's Day. Um, it could happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Getting into, you know, it pretty much covers everything that we just talked completely about. You know, yeah. the realm yeah. of of the human psyche and how twisted some people can be. Mm -hmm. yeah. And do you really know what's going on that deep in the woods yeah. sort of thing? And I think Mother's Day just encompasses everything that we've just talked about for the last yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember some of the casts of Mother's Day. You could take them and put them in Texas Chainsaw and they would fit right in. Right. Yep. Uh -huh. So it, it feels like... Uh, a respectful follow-up to that kind of a film, yeah, and done well. It's sort of like you know the stuff Rob Zombie does. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, he's influenced by those movies, but he does them very well. He does. Mm -hmm. So Mother's Day w is a, is a very respectable follow-up. Yeah, to, to it, a Texas Chainsaw kind of film. It it almost sort of takes what Chainsaw started. Mm -hmm. Like you said, takes it to another level, yeah. continues it, and opens up a door for so much more. Yeah. And really, you know, Mother's Day came out in 1980. Yeah. So if you think about everything that came after it, yeah. could have very well been influenced. Because Absolutely. It's probably one that influenced a lot. It was co-written, and going back to my notes here, co-written, directed, and produced by Charles Kaufman. Okay. Do you know who Lloyd Kaufman is? Charles Kaufman's brother, the founder of Troma. Oh, Troma Studios, go. okay, which were known for... Yeah, know, Toxic a, Avenger. And, right, yeah. right. Um, this movie was actually banned in the United Kingdom. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, it was something I didn't know in, in doing the research to, to do yeah. the show with you guys here today. Um, actually, until 2015. Oh, wow. It took that long. Jeez. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Wow. Yeah, so 30 years, 35 years to bring it in. And the interesting thing was, this was a theatrical release, so it was actually reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. Oh, wow. Well. What did they think? They hated it, I'm sure. Uh, actually, can I... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Okay, well... And then I'll, I'll say what I'm... Interestingly, Robert, e uh, Robert Ebert... Roger, Roger Ebert. Roger Robert, Ebert. Yeah, Roger Ebert, sorry. Gave it zero stars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, which was uh, pretty much almost a gimme on that one. Yeah. Um, but he was disgusted by the violence and the gore and the yes. rape and the torture. <laughs> which, when you put it in those... We know it's a good movie, then. Yeah. yeah. We, we, know, we know it's a good horror film. Right Here's now. my money. Give me my ticket. Yeah. You know? we, don't want, yeah. we don't want his approval. Right. right. It's interesting because you can see, um, uh, like in the uh, Eli Roth's, uh, history of, of horror, they call back all these Siskel and Ebert mm -hmm. reviews on oh. during the, their Slasher episode mm -hmm. because in many ways it 
the slasher thing went way over their heads. Mm -hmm. Like they, I mean, it, they just didn't get what the directors were trying to do, and they they saw it as misogynist, misogynistic, and uh, anti-woman, and it is the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. A lot of these guys were, you know, renegade hippie directors who grew up with women's lib and were like. Yeah, let's make well, let's make the final, always women. Let's make right. the smartest. Survivor always the women. Yeah, yep. let, let's make the smartest person the woman, and right. then it became yeah. The, the dumb final boyfriend girl. is always killed. Yeah, he's right, yeah. right, right. off. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, or like the guy who thinks he can handle anything, he's the one who gets killed. Yeah, the jock. And then yeah. the, the woman, you know, she figures out, okay, I gotta outsmart this guy, you know, this killer or whatever. And it's always so, the timid, shy, meek one that's mm -hmm. always, you know, taken advantage yeah. of in everyday life. Exactly. Who stands up and finally, you know, finds that power. Right. Yeah. right. yeah, and the directors are saying there's more to a woman than how she looks or maybe how she's acts how she acts, there's more power there under the hood. You know, and it's become this massive horror trope yeah. that's, you know, to this day, we we recently saw that movie Revenge. Oh. That's a great example of that watch. sort of thing. It is the exact opposite, you know. <laughs> if, I, if I'm in a horror film, I don't expect to survive because I'm a male. <laughs> <laughs> you got a target on your back, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably getting... Probably get killed with a paintbrush or some shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because they'll show me doing art and then the, yeah. But and and at the end, Raina and Tanya will end up exactly. walking into the sunset arm in arm, whistling a happy tune. That's exactly. Right. You know. And I will not fall once while being I was chased. Say, that, they do need to stop that. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Super annoying. Yeah. Though I would probably would fall, but okay. That's okay. <laughs> me I know because I'm so clumsy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know a lot of people that cannot appreciate horror movies, slasher movies, thriller movies, intense thinking movies because they have a hard time separating them. Yeah. And that is the key. Yeah. Our nephew mm -hmm. um, has a hard time with slasher type movies. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he will because he went over to a friend's house when he was like nine or ten and they put on like scary like i think it was like freddy movies or something and he wasn't oh, God, quite prepared because yes. right but he <laughs> yeah. wasn't prepared for it at all and yeah. it just it ruined him which really he should have started mm. with me i could yeah. have taught him yeah you know yeah. and got, got him there but, it, you know toes in the water first right yeah but it ruined him now conversely when my son was growing up he'd sit there right with us well, and watch the movies because he grew up with me in the house yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so and and we grew up right next they grew up right next door to each other mm -hmm. and very similar sort of upbringings but two totally different types of personalities one can separate one can't separate right. and it, it's not a it's not a a, a, a criticism or anything like right. that yeah uh -huh. but Maybe that's where we go with the whole Siskel and Ebert thing, you know, is to, to look at it for what it is. Yeah. Instead of trying to compare it to, you know, Casablanca or right. Citizen Kane. Right, exactly. Know. And exactly. I think a lot of the times that's what they did when they were, you know, doing their their, mm -hmm. their reviews and things like that. They're they're comparing it and, and it it's so such an example of apples and oranges. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. So true. When you guys watch a horror movie, will you watch it 
all the way through or will you ever stop and rewind because you saw a great scene where they're like slashing someone you're like holy crap how did they just do that like do you so, have, sometimes, sometimes i'll, I'll do, call yeah. for a rewind i'm like yeah. i need to see that again yeah. that okay. was crazy yeah for yeah sure. we do rewinds yeah <laughs> we'll do we'll do the slow frame by frame when the head explodes oh yeah oh. <laughs> it's done well yeah yeah see how I, yeah. how it actually happens see why i love them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we definitely do that. <laughs> well, cool. It looks like we we're we're done with with. Yes, thank you guys. Oh my so god, much. thank you. This was this so exciting. Blast, Couldn't think yes. of a better couple to do uh, be our first guest. Yeah, yeah that's Aww. there. You go. There's ten great date night horror movies right there. Uh, and we you even surprised us with some that we're gonna have to watch. Yeah, yeah. That was our awesome. plan. We, we got to go Yay. with. We got to <laughs> check out April Fools for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that other one, the night scene. Um, oh, the you'll like my mother. Yes. You'll like oh, my and mother. you'll like me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I haven't even seen that one, so yeah. I definitely on the hunt for that. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, cool. guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you guys for being our first uh, guest couple yes. to curate. And yeah. Thank you. It made us feel special. Yeah. Yep. Scare you later. The date night horror show is written and produced by Enzo and Reina. Follow the show on Facebook.com slash The Date Night Horror Show. Find Enzo and Reina online at TheDateNightHorrorShow.com.